guys. I'm honestly so sad. I just recorded this episode and then my computer like freaked out and deleted it and then I tried to recover it and it just... (sighs) Anyways, if you're listening and you want to donate to my fund (laughs) to buy me a fucking new computer, I've had this computer since like high school so I know it's like definitely part of the problem. It's just like an older computer but... Fuck, bro. I recorded this whole episode. Anyways, hi guys. <laughs> Welcome back to Suspect. Um, happy November. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. We fucking did it. I'm so pissed that I just recorded this episode and it fucked up. Oh my god. Fuck this computer, bro. Anyways, let me spark this little piece of joint that I have here because now I'm fucking stressed out. What the fucking happened? Like, what in the fuck? Fuck this computer. I need a Mac. (laughs) I need a fucking Mac. Donate to my fund to get a Mac for Christmas, please. It'll be in the show notes. (laughs) Please. Hit my Venmo. Oh. I just need to get a computer. I think that, like, I would be inspired to sit down and record more, too. Because this fucking computer works when it wants to. (sighs) Anyways, hope all of you listening have had a nice week and a half or however long it's been since I last recorded. I've just been working a lot of overtime. Um, Obviously, with, like, Christmas coming up, I want to be able to, like, buy my family, like, nice gifts this year. Like, I always buy them, like, nice things, you know, but, like, I actually want to be able to, like, I don't know, really kind of, like, ball out for them. I feel like they deserve it. So, I started making everybody's, like, Christmas list of, like, stuff I'm going to get for them. I'm going to get my brother the fucking Venom doll. I know, $40, but I'm going to get it for him. He's been asking for like six months, and he's like specifically asking me as the problem, you know? Like, it's not like he's just asking everybody. Like, it's just me he's asking for it. So I feel like I owe that to him, maybe. Maybe I don't owe him shit because he has a kid, but I love him. So he's going to get it from his big sis. He thinks I'm balling out. He's like, go on Amazon and order me the Venom doll, please. That's how he talks. Oh, speaking of fucking Amazon, my little sister made me laugh so hard. So I texted her. I texted her and my stepsister. And I was like, what do you girls want for Christmas? And my little sister is 10 and my stepsister is 11. And my stepsister was like, I want a gold, like a gold chain. And I was like, okay, cool. Simple, easy. Got it. And then my little sister, that was my babe, my little sister sent me her Amazon list with like all the iPhone cases that she wanted on it. (laughs) And I was like, oh my God, girl, 2022 kids. She's literally, this girl sent me an Amazon list. Mm Mm-hmm. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Anyways, I've been listening to lots of Christmas music, and by lots of Christmas music, I specifically mean Justin Bieber's album, and I was literally telling someone this the other day, and I don't know if, like, you know, when I was, like, 13, 14, like, Justin Bieber was, like, it, you know, probably before that, too, but, like, for a long time, Justin Bieber was, like, it for us girls, so 
I love that album, probably because I'm a fangirl, but obviously because I just think that album's good, too. I don't care. That shit's a bop. Like, I'm gonna be under the mistletoe with you. <laughs> Whatever. I don't care. La, 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 la. I don't care. It's all good. I like the acapella song with boys to men. I don't care. It's all good. I don't care. You're a hater if you don't like it. That's how, really how I feel. It's so good. I've been listening to that like any free time I get when I'm not listening to a podcast. I've been putting that on and listening to it when I take a shower, when I'm cleaning, cooking. Mm, I'll be getting into it. I'm like, okay, okay, JB. <laughs> but yeah, what are your guys' like favorite Christmas albums that you listen to? I know there's so many good ones. And don't get me wrong, that's not the only one I listen to. I like Pentatonix a lot too. <laughs> I like Pentatonix a lot. They're so good. Oh my god, they're Hallelujah. Oh, I could cry. I cry right now. I could cry right now. It's so good though. But yeah, what are your guys' like favorite Christmas albums? Send some to me. Your favorite Christmas jingles. <laughs> Let me know what they are. I love Christmas music. I am absolutely one of those people that like November first, the tree is going up. So my tree's up right now <laughs> and I decorated it and it has little snowflakes I did a theme you know like a red and like white and silver theme it looks really good I love it I love people that like do themed Christmas trees I feel like it can get a little messy like if you were just doing everything on it you know I mean whatever whatever your family wants to do but I did mine themed and I love it and it's up in my living room it looks so good and yeah I can't wait to like get everyone's presents and mail them to them and then I think any presents that my family sends me I'm gonna wait until Christmas to open so like you know even though <laughs> I'm gonna wake up and just open them myself like it'll still feel like Christmas so I love Christmas so much I love movies Christmas music I love the spirit that everyone has from like October really through like February I feel like so I'm excited I just love Christmas though specifically and yeah, I wish I was going to be there with my family this year, but I am excited to like be in Colorado and have like my own little Christmas tree up and like it's actually cold here and my fucking toes are cold right now. So I'm excited. But anyways, I'm happy that you guys are tuning in. I'm still sad that I just fucking recorded this episode and it deleted. That's just the way technology works, you know, like, I don't know, old technology, I guess. I'm literally devastated. Ugh. I'm devastated. I'm literally texting my friend right now. I'm devastated. <laughs> but anyways, the Reddit thread that I have for you guys this week is pretty crazy. Let me pull it back up, even though I still have it up. Um, so it's doctors of Reddit. What is the creepiest thing that you've encountered while on the job? And yeah, these are pretty good. And I'm going to read through them per usual if you're new to the Reddit threads new to the suspect family um yeah we do two different kinds of episodes we do a case one where we discuss like a specific case or like story or event that took place at some point historically whether that was like you know 15 20 or yesterday <laughs> we're gonna talk about it on here um and then the reddit episodes we just kind of go through the reddit threads and read the crazy things that people post on there you guys know how reddit is if you've ever been a part of it people just post whatever so yeah, we're just going to read through it and cringe, laugh, talk about it, and get right into it. So creepiest thing doctors have been encountered while on the job. 
So blue, gray, purple says, I saw a lady once who had gotten high on something and chewed off her lips. Ugh. <laughs> imagine seeing that. Like, imagine what that would look like. Ugh. Like a scary, like, Halloween mask. Somebody said, that's pretty fucking high. And then somebody else said, that's next level munchies. Ugh. Yeah, I'd say that is next level munchies. That's next, next, next level munchies. Ugh. Scalpum 316 said, medical student, while on my psych rotation, came across an individual who was a chemistry graduate student. Apparently, he had been taking astronomical, did I say that right? Astronomical, I don't know, I'm doubting myself after smoking a joint, amounts of ketamine, and he was just continuously disassociated. For the entire time I was on this portion of the rotation, three weeks, I never heard him speak a single word. 95% of the time he was wrapped up in his sheets like a mummy and he would just periodically and he would just periodically laugh a soft crazy chuckle from under his covers if you tried to talk to him the creepiest loud I've ever the creepiest laugh I've ever heard I'll never forget that (laughs) that's crazy (laughs) just imagine like like under I don't know it's creepy oh it scares me i don't like how many people like creepily laugh like oh that's terrifying props to people that like work those jobs you know where they like are really like trying to help like take care of you know people that are like in situations so props to you guys okay this one is again from blue gray purple and they said when i was on an er rotation during med school we got a call about a 23 year old woman who was shot in the head and who was already completely gone but was reportedly five months pregnant. So they were doing CPR until they got her to the hospital to see if the baby was viable. They got her to the ER and they did an ultrasound. It turns out the baby was full term, so they did a C-section in like under a minute and got the baby out. I don't think it's so incredibly uncommon, but it was pretty surreal to see a baby delivered from a dead person with their brain exposed, and she was pretty close to the same age I was at the time. Mm. Wow, that is crazy. Imagine witnessing that, like being in the room for that. Somebody said, nice work, medical team. Obviously, the mother's death was tragic, but that we have the capabilities like that to pull something from the wreckage is amazing. Wow. That's literally crazy. I can't imagine being in the room for that and seeing that, especially, I mean, regardless of how old the person I mean, regardless of how old the person was, just like seeing that, witnessing that, and being like closer than age at all would be... Mm. that's crazy i hope the baby was okay and made it five months is still young that's still very premature they said full term i don't know i'm confused now i'm confused now okay pm pm your saver pm me your saber said I was having a PT sign her admissions paperwork. Everything was going normally, and she seemed coherent until she looked at her window and asked me, Did you see that? I hadn't seen anything, and she said, A man just jumped off the building. Then she shook her head and mumbled to herself about how her mind isn't right anymore. Freaked me the fuck out. Now I'm terrified of getting older and having dementia. Oh, that is so scary. That is crazy and sad, too, you know, that, like, Maybe her mind really did make her think that she saw that. But either way, I'm one of those people that, like, I don't disbelieve anyone, you know? I hate when people, like, are like, oh, that didn't happen, or oh, you're not seeing that. I'd be like, where? Show me. I'm going to go down there. Like, let me check it out, just to be sure. Just to be sure. You don't know. (laughs) I'm just kidding. That is really sad. That's terrible. 
This is from a deleted username, and it says, Nothing I can say can possibly describe the year I worked in psychiatric intensive care. Creepy isn't the thing that comes to mind when I think back on it. More like heartbreaking and horrifying. But creepiness was a part of it, especially evening and night shifts naturally. There's always something disturbing about watching someone while they hallucinate. You can tell it's 100% real to them, and something about that makes you believe it on some level. A lot of stories end with, and of course, I had to look over my shoulder to make sure. You see the emotions it brings out. Here's a couple stories. There was a woman that came in and sat down across the table from me for her admission interview. She had bandages all over her arms and scotch tape over her mouth and ears. She looked very uncomfortable and wouldn't really sit still. When the nurse would ask a question, she would peel the corner of the tape back and answer, then stick the tape back on really fast. We eventually found out that she saw and felt bugs crawling all over her and they were trying to get inside her body. The tape was to keep the bugs out. The bandages were because some bugs got in and she had to dig them out. She couldn't sit still because she felt the bugs all over her while we sat and talked. The worst part was she had some idea that it was her mind playing tricks on her. Can you imagine going through your life feeling like someone is continuously dumping buckets of cockroaches on your head, feeling like they're all over you and getting inside of you to the point that you're digging chunks out of your flesh in a panic, all while knowing intellectually that none of it is real? Mm. No, I can't. That's insane. Same person said, another story, a girl spent my entire eight-hour shift fist-fighting the same ghost. She would throw a few punches and obviously landed knockout blows, so she'd bend over and twist her hand around like she was wrapping some long hair around her wrist. She'd drag her opponent down the hallway, give a few good kicks, and then set up for a curb stomp. Starts off kind of funny, then gets a little disturbing when you think about the graphic things going on in her mind, then just sad after you watch this replay for hours on end. Yeah, that's awful. That's so sad. Girl was getting one hell of a workout because she was just doing that for hours. Oh my god, that's so sad. Okay, this one is also from a deleted username. It says, oh, I posted earlier, but this is better. As a tech in the psych years ago, there was a seven-year-old kid sent to the floor because the mom didn't know what to do with him. Sadly, common things to happen even if the kids don't have psych issues. Anyway, the mom was shaking and crying and they had to take the kid into another room. She was genuinely afraid of her own son. She had suspected something was wrong when she kept finding mutilated animals in the backyard, but never heard or saw coyotes or anything around. The neighbor's smaller pets started disappearing. The boy had an obsession with knives hiding them around the house, denying anything when the mom confronted him. Then, when the two would get into arguments, he would get really violent and hit her, push her down and kick her, and threaten to kill her. On multiple occasions, she woke up in the middle of the night with him standing beside her bed, staring in her face. Ooh. Mm-mm. Get out of here, little boy. <laughs> she put extra locks on her bedroom door to feel safe while she slept. The last straw was when she lifted up his mattress and found 50-plus knives of all shapes and sizes under there, so she brought him to us. 
I remember talking to him, treating him like he was just any other kid that came through. He seemed remarkably normal until you spoke directly to him. He had this way of looking right through you, or maybe like he didn't see you at all while you were speaking. He would respond like a robot, like he was just saying words because he knew that's what we wanted to hear. And he would always put on this creepy, dead-looking smile. Like all mouth and no eye involvement in the smile. Especially when he would get away with something, like taking another kid's markers and they couldn't figure out it was him. It still gives me chills laying here thinking about him. I had to get up and close my bedroom door. I believe I met a seven-year-old psychopath. Yeah, fucking sounds like it. He sounds like the little boy from Brightburn. (laughs) Have you guys seen that movie? Oh, that's a good movie. You guys should go watch that. But oh, that's crazy. That's like one of my biggest fears is like as a parent, like I don't know if I want to have kids yet, but if I decide to like have children one day, like that's my biggest fear is like what if your kid is just like fucked up? (laughs) Like, I don't know. That's so scary. Oh, that terrifies me. Oh, that's so scary. Okay, this one's from Darren Edwards, and they said, A friend used to share stories of when she was newly a nurse. She was checking out a patient following protocol. This guy had been seen multiple times and given an antibiotic for a lung infection. Again, this guy had been seen by a nurse and a doctor, and she was to do the last follow-up before releasing him. What is this? A shirt. I keep them in my hole. Dude had an abscess so big that he had stuffed a t-shirt in it and forgot about it. At the time, it had gotten so large that he now stuffed three shirts in. Neglected to tell the doctor or to get it checked out. By the time the last pus and blood soaked, one was pulled out. The smell was so bad it cleared the room. Oh my god, that's gross. How did he just forget about that? Ew, he just stuffed it in there. Oh my god. Oh my god, I don't even want to know. I don't even know if I want to dig into that. (laughs) I really don't even know if I want to dig into that. That's too much. Oh my god, that's crazy. That's gross. Mm -mm. Mm -mm -mm. This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. This one's from a deleted username, and they said, I'm not a doctor, but I'm a nurse. I work with GEAT. Geriatric, okay. I work with geriatric patients, and there was this incident about three years ago. Before I explain, let me say that I don't believe in ghosts. Anyway, this one time I was working the night shift and I was super sleepy, so I decided to skip lunch because I wasn't hungry and go to my car and sleep for 30 minutes. I got inside my car, covered myself with my sweater, set the timer on my phone, and immediately knocked out. I'm dreaming, but in my dream, I'm still awake just sitting there. Someone taps on my car window, and I see that it's one of my patients. We'll call her D. Surprised, I ask D what the hell she's doing outside, and she tells me she's looking for her daughter. I tell her to go back inside and that we will call her daughter in the morning. My patient becomes angry and starts banging on my car window. I kind of freak out and try to reach for the door handle to get out and calm her down, 
but I quickly realize I can't move. Let me add that I frequently experience sleep paralysis, so even though I am asleep, I realize what is happening. I fight it. (coughs) I fight it and try squirming my body in an attempt to wake myself up. I finally manage to wake up and my heart is racing and my forehead is a bit sweaty. I sit there for about a minute, realize this is all a dream, and roll the window down to cool myself off. My first break is over, and I clock back in and see that my supervisor and two other nurses are huddled in front of a room. I am still by the station clocking when they see me and call me over. I walk over thinking maybe something was wrong with the ventilator or the patient fell, but my supervisor tells me D died while I was on my lunch break. Since most of our patients are DNR, I was not paged. It took a couple of seconds for the message to register, and I freaked out internally. I got goosebumps but didn't mention anything to my supervisor about the dream. I don't believe in ghosts or anything like that, and I most likely had that dream because she was the last patient I interacted with before my break. So she was still on my mind, and I was mentally going over patient charts in my head. Wow, that is crazy, though. That would freak me out. I think I was, like, psychic or something. I'd be like, oh, my God, I knew something was going to happen. Like, that's crazy. I still like that, even though you don't believe in ghosts, like, I still feel like that's intuition, right? Like, I still feel like that's, like, your gut or, like, something, you know? I don't know. Mm, That's crazy. Okay, this one's from Allison B. And they said, I'm not a doctor, but I am in the healthcare field as a dental hygienist. The creepiest slash most confusing thing I've seen is as follows. We had a patient come in for a cleaning and he was around three or four. And mom said he had never been to the dentist before. Not uncommon for what I see on a daily basis. So at first I didn't think anything of it. I did his cleaning and then went on to take his routine x-rays. This is where shit got weird. After looking at the x-rays, I could see that the child had already had a large amount of dental work done. He had around six or seven composite tooth color fillings. When I sat back down at the chair, I asked the parents if he had ever been to the dentist again. They were both adamant that he had never been, and they said that there was no way a relative could have taken them out without them knowing. What the fuck? How did this happen? Who took him? Where were the parents? Had they possibly been in jail for a long time and not known he was taken to the dentist by someone else and had work performed? What if this wasn't really their child and actually some kid they kidnapped? His insurance had no record of him having previous dental work, so that was a dead end too. I think about this often, but know that ultimately I'll never get an answer. It sucks. Mm, That's crazy. And they commented again after it got a lot of love on Reddit and it said, holy shit, this blew up. I didn't really think anyone would read it, much less also think it was creepy. I wish I had more answers for y'all, but unfortunately I don't. And as far as I know, the family never came back in for his routine cleanings. I just hope that whatever the situation was, the child is safe and being taken care of. Mm. Yeah, that is weird, especially because he didn't come back for his cleanings. You know, they're supposed to come, what, like every six months? Mm. Mm-mm-mm. That's crazy. That is creepy. I hope that was their kid for real. <laughs> That's fucking wild. Okay, this is going to be the last one for today. This is from VL ModCon, and they said, <clears throat> here we go. Former critical care and ED nurse here. Two stories. 
both of which occurred at a large Houston hospital in the mid-1980s. Every time I tell them, I get medical types telling me I'm lying. I'm not. Both are from the ED. Story 1. EMS brings in a young man, about 25. He is in a weird posture, stiff hands and partial fist turned out, which indicate deep brain damage which indicate deep brain damage and being manually bagged. As he came in the door, he was not intubated. According to EMS, his significant other had found him in bed with another woman, either drunk or deeply asleep. She carried a 25 caliber pistol with her, and the report was that she placed the weapon directly against the patient's skull and pumped 10 rounds into his brain from various angles. Oh my gosh, how fucking mad do you have to be? Like, oh my God, I understand being upset somebody cheated on you, but this, I mean, you shouldn't hurt anyone for cheating on you at all, but this is like overkill completely. Oh my gosh. The rounds were powerful enough to enter the skull and bounce around, but not to exit. All higher brain function was destroyed, but autonomic functions remained. We intubated him and placed him on one of the old Bourne's Bear ventilators, very primitive by today's standards. This caused the patient to buck to fight against the ventilator with deep coughs. When he did so, the pressure within his head slash cranium ICP, increased and little fountains of brain matter would be expelled from the ten holes in his skull, several feet. One got me in the face. I was pretty well protected by clinical distance at the time, but I must admit this really got to me. There was really nothing that could be done for him other than the support of care, and he died a few weeks later of a massive infection. Mmm, a few weeks later, jeez. That's insane. That would scar me too. If something, like, popped out of his head and hit me, like, in the face. Like, oh my gosh, no. I couldn't do it again. Like, that's insane. Okay, same person says, story two. Another young man had agreed to be mummified in a rather extreme sexual practice. Essentially, he was placed in a full-body plaster cast, covering even his face, and was given breathing tubes through the cast. Other than that, he was fully encased in the cast with the exception of his toes and genital slash anal area. My understanding was that this extreme degree of helplessness was considered erotic. (laughs) My understanding. The normal practice was to use a cattle prod or some similar device to rectally force ejaculation. But in this case, either through ignorance or malice, he was directly connected to 220 volts with one probe in his rectum and another probe on his foot. He had third-degree burns over his entire genital and anal area, deep burns on his foot, and from the smell, severe burns elsewhere. Blood, feces, and fluid was leaking from what had once been his rectum. Oh my gosh. We tried removing the cast to see if any degree of resuscitation was possible, but by the time it was even partially off, it was quite clear that he was dead. All of us just stood there with our mouths open, utterly unable to say anything. The police came, and they too were mute. I volunteered to remove the entire cast and render some level of post-mortem care. I found deep lacerations over much of his body, deep bruising, and quite a few other burns. 
We sent the body to the medical examiner and I spent the rest of the night trembling and vomiting. Oh my God, I'm sure. Oh, that's terrible. And then they ended it with, okay, not everyone gets to call me a liar, but both stories are told just as they happened. Oh my God, I believe you. I believe you. That's crazy. I'm sure they see some like real crazy shit in the hospital, you know, like, and if you work there, like, bless you. (laughs) Bless you for having to do everything that you have to deal with. Cause I'm sure you guys see some crazy stuff. That's the first place people think to go. Like if anything's wrong, you know what I mean? Like if anything's like seriously wrong, they're going there. So sure. The ER gets a lot of crazy shit. I've seen Grey's Anatomy. (laughs) I have seen Grey's Anatomy. You can't fool me. That's crazy. But yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I feel like the first one that I recorded was a little longer, but like I said, I fucked up and got deleted. So anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Thanks for tuning in. We're in for another week. Today's Sunday. We're in for another week ahead. Another week, another dollar. I'm working a lot of overtime this week, and I know it's going to be a busy week because we were closed for Veterans Day. So (sighs) it's going to be busy, but I got this because nice Christmas presents are coming my family's way and my way because I want to buy myself some new furniture. I really want to invest in like some nice, nice furniture. So it's partly for them and for me. (laughs) I deserve something out of it too, you know, you know? Well, anyways, thank you guys again. Let me take a sip of this coffee. What's cold? <clears throat> thank you guys again for listening. Um, I love you very much. I am just so proud to call you guys like my friends, like the audience, the people that listen to me. Because when I drop an episode, you guys are on it. You know, you don't wait like a day or two. You're on it like that day. So I really appreciate that. So Again, if you're new here, we loved having you. Please follow, rate, and review the podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcast. Um, follow me on Instagram at Suspect Podcast or at Katie, K-A-T-I-E underscore K-E-N-N-E-D-D-Y. And keep up with what's going on in my life, what's going on with the podcast, everything. So... I really appreciate, you know, the people that have followed, the people that have rated and reviewed. Um, It really goes a long way and it helps more than you know. So I really appreciate all the little effort there. And if you haven't, it takes like two seconds. So please help me out. Um, Hopefully have some new merch ideas coming for you guys soon. Probably after the holidays, you know, I'm just trying to enjoy the holidays with working, getting all my Christmas gifts out for everyone. I've been really proud of myself. I think I said last year on the podcast, like last December, like my goal was to just really like focus on myself this next year. And I feel like I've done that. So I'm really proud of myself. I'm really happy. Thanks for everyone that's been supporting. That's, you know, spared a kind word (laughs) that goes a far way more than you guys know. So yeah, just looking forward to the holidays and going into this next year and, you know, setting new goals and new things that I can reach and achieve. So I hope all of you guys are on the same page. We should all, you know, always be like working on one things that we're passionate about, but two like setting new goals and like making sure that we're not staying complacent where we are. I feel like, you know, I've been guilty of that. I'm sure other of people that are listening can relate to that being complacent so that's my goal is not to be complacent I guess for 2023 it's not my only one but that's one of them that I'm claiming now so 
let's all go into the next week not being complacent. Let's be motivated. Let's get shit done. It's the holidays. Make sure you listen to Justin Bieber's Christmas album. (laughs) All right, you guys. I love you. Thanks for listening. Until next time.